Hi, and welcome to the 110th episode of the Keen Minds podcast, where we cover NBC's The Blacklist. I'm Jen, a.k.a. Takata Saeko. And I am Tessa. And, and what an episode! Yep, I actually forgot to say which episode. This is Season 8, Episode 3, 16 Ounces. And yes, I've watched it three times now, and I, my brain is still doing somersaults in my head, trying to... Should, should we rename the podcast? <laughs> Dead Keen Minds? <laughs> Jen's gone. This episode killed her. It's, you know, half of the podcast uh, partnership yeah, is now officially I mean, dead. <laughs> yeah, the Keen Minds now definitely do not describe her. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. So, one thing I want to jump on, and Tess and I were talking about this a little bit before the we started recording the title. The title is very interesting. 16 ounces. Cause obviously it was 16 ounces of the syntax. And mm-hmm. then there's 16 ounces is a pound. So it's a pound of flesh. Yeah. And you know. so the only other, they typically name, I mean, as, as everybody knows, I'm not giving anybody information you don't already know, but they typically name the episodes based on the blacklister of the week. With the exception of the episodes that are flashback episodes, like mm-hmm. Rosfit or Kate May. Episodes that are standout, they're, they're supposed to be standout episodes. Ruin was the first one that broke the mold on that, even the exception of the mold. Mm-hmm. And it was, the only, it was one in which Liz was on a warpath. Not intentionally on a warpath, but... Trouble yeah, found she wanted to, 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 to mourn and the, the tr- as she said, trouble find me. This time, however, she went looking for trouble with both hands and a couple more that she <laughs> got from Elsie. Because it's not good enough that I almost killed one person who held me once. I need to kill more people. Yeah, it's, I, and I would just like to start this episode by saying I love Liz Keene. I will go to war for Liz Keene. I also understand what drove her to this point. I don't support it. I have a lot of issues with what happened, with yeah. choices made. I cannot even go as far as you. I don't I don't understand what drove her. I I mean I've been I've been going at, at this, you know, analyzing it in depth for 7 years. And I got to say he told her, I don't know how many times can she be told, it's not your mother. I mean, just because it's not phrased like that doesn't mean that he hasn't said it. And then Dembe told her the, the same thing. She just doesn't no. listen. Dembe, Dembe looked him straight in the eye and said, you pushed Liz too far. Yes, but he also, Dembe told Liz that not everything is as it seems. Okay, now this and is where Brent you and, this her, is where you and she's I. She's not your mother. This is like the fact that you're saying that you that you wanted her to be blinded to the fact that she wasn't. I mean, it doesn't get any clearer than that. I I disagree there, <laughs> and I, I don't think we should linger too long on this because we've had this argument multiple times. Mm-hmm. Debate, debate's a better word for it. Um, yeah, I think I have still fine. some hair left. <laughs> No, I swear Tess and I are friends after every one of these podcasts. <laughs> uh, friendly conversation with a little bit of bite sometimes, you know. Um, yeah, I don't have hair left. Oh, hey after now. This one, after this one, I may not have because I may have pulled it all by, by like, I can't take this. Um, 
I mean, this is, it's, and it's funny because we did that special podcast, is Liz a good person? And it turned out to have been so timely. It if was. we had known what was going to happen, we wouldn't have made it more timely. Really, we couldn't have planned it better. And I remember I said on that podcast, I said, we're going to find out a lot in this first episode back with the way that she treats Agnes. And that's always been sort of, especially when I started thinking about it for the last episode that we did, that's been an angle that I've come at it is, okay, you know, let, let's take a Let's take away personal morality, personal point of view. Take all that away. Mm. But I I don't like how she treats the task force. I don't like it. I think she's setting herself up for failure in that. I think if she can trust anybody, she can trust the task force. But, okay, she obviously has made some mistakes there and continues to make mistakes there. A lot of them. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. dig into that. Believe me, we'll yeah, dig into that. Yeah, all of the mistakes might be just a t- bit of understanding. I but, think yeah. if I go any further, we're going to jump directly in. Yeah. <laughs> I'd okay. like to finish my thought. Yes. Um, but with Agnes, this is her daughter. She, from day one, has been family, family, family. And it's been one of the things that seemingly has driven her this blood connection. She thought, cat, you know, Blonde Cat was a blood connection, whether she is or not. We don't know. For a while, she thought Red was a blood connection, whether he is or not. We really don't know. She f- hyper-focuses on these blood connections. And yet her daughter, she just... It's an shot- afterthought. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, it's... Oh, well, I'm going to go pick her up and do that. No, you're not. You're an, you're a, a, a trained FBI agent. You have a degree in psychology. You're not a dumb cookie. What world do you think you live in in which you're just going to – you blew someone up in a hospital, a hospital, and you're just going to go pick your kid up and from school and frolic off into the sunset? Like, absolutely not. I, I don't know if she was – straight up lying to Agnes or if she's become that absolutely delusional that conversation with Agnes was beyond bizarre it was I mean she was off her rocker I mean she's like talking to that and 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 Agnes seems to be very smart and picking up a lot of things like um I don't what do you mean in uh, I mean honestly at this point, I'm like, I just pray that Tom is in a prolonged coma uh, somewhere because this kid is going to need a parent that can actually understand what kind of darkness she's coming from. Because um, otherwise, I don't know what's going to happen to the next generation. It's just too far gone. But we started with, with her talking to Cooper and her just so fixated. I don't care what happens to me. And thankfully, Cooper had some common sense to go, what about your kid? You know, I care about you. But even beyond that, what about your child? You will have no relationship with her if you go to prison for federal kidnapping. And I mean, it's it's something that she should and now have she's, been. She's, she's playing. She's also placing dumb dying on 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 red, which is. You know, and when she's talking about kill my father, I'm not sure that she was talking about Sam or if she was talking about Red and talking by now, she's also packed that in there. I mean, there, there seems to be 
a disconnect in all this that is, as you say, it's a very good point. With Agnes, it was very obvious. I mean, it reminded me of the conversation when in Rasford, when Liz's mother calls her and tells her, like, I got some things to do before, okay, but I'll come back for you. When Never? she's about to jump off the ledge, yeah. Well, I... Or drown or suffer, what was it? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, in theory, that's what Rasford had, but in, in another, I mean, if you look at it, what, what happened in that part in Rasford, uh, she then calls, tells, um, this is before the drowning, and she's been on the top practicing holding breath, so I think that what it was is like, I gotta just fake my death, and sorry, kiddo. Regardless, though, she wasn't planning on coming back. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't. I mean, it's and then Liz, I think, was exactly the same thing. She's not really planning on coming back. And I don't know. Um, it, that that's a possibility. Did and that, you, she had uh, the passport for the kid. She was only bringing clothes for herself. They were her own clothes. Nothing for Agnes. Uh, Agnes she, has a fake passport, and she didn't put that passport in there. Well, she had uh, clothes for Agnes when she had. She was in Agnes's room with a piece of clothes for Agnes when uh, it filtered around to Blonde Cat's um, voicemail that she left. So we don't know if she packed clothes for Agnes or not. There's no telling. Uh, she was starting to. So that's something. At least she was starting to. I honestly, and the I may bar be wrong. Has got so low. It's I know, right? <laughs> it's it's terrifying because I love Liz, and I, I I made a post last night. We're recording this on Saturday evening, and I made a post on Friday evening right after I finished it. Which also, by the way, for those that don't know, because I didn't live on the West Coast until very recently. It, it's quote-unquote live at 8 o'clock Pacific time, which sucks. It means there's three hours between when the show airs <laughs> and when I get it live on NBC here in Los Angeles. <laughs> and so I'm like, spoilers, no, keep them off. <laughs> stay You're going to get off, stay off, off social uh, yeah, media. Yeah, that's, that's what's going to happen. I forgot about it while I was waiting on it yesterday, and I started seeing stuff, and I went, nope, 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 <laughs> out of Tumblr. Find something else. <laughs> But yeah, it just, I, I love Liz and because I love her, I think that's why I am, I'm as upset. The so writing let me ask was, you a question. Well, redeemable uh, or not? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. But I, I, for the first time since this started, I'm scared they're not going to. I'm terrified she's going to die in the end. And... I, I was discussing it with some friends, and they, they voiced some opinions that I've had for a long time, that if she turns out to basically be the next Red, if she loses Agnes, if she goes down a super dark path and just doesn't come back from it, what's the point? Like, what what have we been spending our time in this show for? And It's a great story. Uh, yeah, but part of the story is the ending, and there's got it's, and it may I'm just be a, my, my hopes for Tom. Yeah, but I, I mean that's, I think if, if she doesn't if she doesn't have a redemption in the end, Tom how won't could be you alive. Redeem, how could she redeem herself? How on earth do you come back from actually trying to kill somebody that is dying, 
Um, I mean, we're not talking about somebody in great health, but dying um, that um, by planting a bomb in a hospital when you don't have eyes. I mean, was it too much to put a little bit of a camera or at least a microphone so she could see who was in the room? Uh, Besides, I mean, is she an expert in Semtex now that she can just say, okay, if I take 16 ounces, I think that's a radius. I mean, like Cooper, that was a radius of the explosion. I don't think so. uh, Because Cooper was trying so hard to find some bare measure of whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you come back from that because you're, I mean, you're, you're talking about a hospital where they could have been a kid, where they could have been nurses, innocent people there. She could have killed them, but she could have killed Cooper and and wrestler around. She she didn't know the structure of the building. What if she hit a, a, you know, something that brought, yeah, brought the whole thing down. I mean, it's, it could happen. And just the, the fact that she did it, yeah, she knew the protocols, but it and reminded me of... She had it on the, on the handle of the car. She was on the other side of the car. Gerard was there. The realtor was there. Dembe was there. I mean, I mean... I thought, I thought poor Marvin was going... I, I watched it, and there were a couple of different people I thought were going to die in this episode. Marvin was the first one. I thought when they loaded Red into the other car, he was going to circle around and as he was opening it, say, you're driving. And it was going to go off. Mm. And I'm just going, oh, my gosh, don't. Do-. And thankfully, he didn't because I love Marvin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Although I don't expect Marvin to survive because I think she's going to start using Marvin and she's going to start implicating Marvin into house that she's she's. I mean, this is. In short, I don't think that Liz has a redemption here. I think the path to redemption closed in the last episode. Because there is a very different thing from a criminal like Red, in which he's very careful that the people he hurts are criminals. And and Liz is going on and on about the 86 bodies. And meanwhile, she's ignoring all the bodies that her mom did, the two Freaking stupid FBI agents whose only crime was trying to protect her. She's ignoring all this and and she doesn't have a moral sense or a loyalty. And I don't think that you can redeem yourself with those, without those. I mean, the, she has no moral sense. The, the only reason why the, she's obsessed with the blood relatives but not Agnes is because Agnes has no answers for her. That's a good but, point. That's terrifying. But the, the, the problem with, with Liz is that when she had Dom there, she wasn't listening to what Dom was saying. When Red had actually, and I know that it doesn't seem so, but when you look at it, Red has been telling her things. He's been doing it in, in Red's way, but he has been telling her. Okay, um, I just would like to make a statement here because I do agree with you in that. I think that in his own way, he has been as honest as he feels like he can be. I I will give you that. Mm-hmm. I do think he's probably protecting someone like Katarina. I think that in his mind, he has a very good way, good reason for doing it. He may even have a good reason for doing it. That does not negate the fact that if I come to you and start speaking to you in Japanese and warning you that 
you are in grave danger and everyone you love is in danger and you need to get out of your house right now in a language you don't understand, but I do. And then when everything explodes, I go, well, I warned you. Not in a language you understood. And that that is essentially what Red is doing. He is Red speaking to her and folding it so without any care on how she hears. He's speaking how he speaks without any care at all and then blaming it on her that she's not learning it or that she's upset that he's taken it too far. Dembe was right. He has pushed her too far. Did she make the choices to do it? Are they horrifying choices? 500% they are. But does Red have some responsibility in it? He yes. does. He does. Absolutely. He has, I think Red, his, his fatal flaw is that secrecy. But again and again, whenever I try to say, you know what, it is, it is Red should have been more open with her, list that something that tells me, Oh, yeah, that's why he's not. I think we're past the point in which Liz can trust him Trust him now. I don't know where that, that nice point is. And I understand what you're saying, because I think that happened in season one with, with uh, Tom. It's that, oh, well, I want to tell you this, but you're going to flip out and go crazy and shoot somebody. Or run them over with a car yeah. or throw a mug at your face. You know, I, it's... It's exactly that. How... How do you, I know that in the, on the surface, we all look at, at, we are all Liz and we're looking at everything like Liz does. But when you go back, and, and it's very interesting to go back and watch season one, and, and you look at her and you say, yeah, you're not the naive little thing. You're just a boiling pot about to explode. Oh, um, we've said that for years. Yes. And so, and and I go back to to this, and, and it's very interesting because you know here we're we're fans of both Keens, and I found always very interesting that when Tom was placed in a similar position to Liz, in the sense that Red was telling him cryptic things as needed about himself. Telling him that Scotty was his mother only to prevent him from killing her. Uh, doing this kind of things that that exactly the same. Like, you know, she has secrets. If you tell him, if you tell her who you are, you're not going to learn it. Don't leave things as they are. Tom took him more seriously than Liz. I think I know why. This goes what? back to this goes back to speaking the language. Tom is, and don't get me wrong, Liz functions in this world very well, but she was not raised in it. She was not raised mm. like Tom was in the world of criminals, learning to listen to that language. And he had to. He wasn't going to survive in St. Regis if he didn't learn to listen to that language, understand it. And so it's it's like teaching a kid a foreign language versus trying to teach an adult. It's much more difficult to teach an adult a foreign language than a small child. Tom had to get it. So by the time he met Liz, by the time he came face to face with Red, he knew how to understand Red speak. He could speak Red speak. Liz can't. Liz 
And no one has sat her down and walked her through it like you would with a foreign language. Even if you're trying to teach an adult, you go, okay, this is what this means. These are, you know, this is how you understand this. I mean, obviously, mm. no one, Red's not going to sit down and go, yeah, when I say this, I really mean this. I'm not expecting him to. I'm just saying from th- that to me is the best way to understand why she's reacting the way she is to him. Mm. To her, from her point of view, he is... She doesn't even realize he's trying to tell her something. It's so foreign to her. He, she doesn't even realize that all she sees is a man that hang on. All she sees is a man that is trying to manipulate everything in her life. And that was one of the focuses of this episode. It, I, I felt like she was leaning into it really hard and using it to to brush people off. She said, just another man telling me what to do, basically. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, I, I've always been frustrated with the fact that every man in her life seems to try to take over for her to some degree in this episode she was using it to for people like wrestler who are making very valid statements like just take a second deep breath cooper take a second deep breath think about your kid they were making very valid statements Mm -hmm. and she was leaning into this but to her i think she's projecting what she sees with red all she sees with him is this man who dropped into her life mm. and chaos has abounded since. She's lost people she's loved. She's lost everything she feels like she's worked for. And even if he's trying to help her, she can't hear that. She can't understand that. And that's the major – we see it because we have a broader point of view. We see things Red sees. Mm. And honestly, let's face it, you and I could – can hear and understand red speak a little bit better mm-hmm. liz can't i i think yes there, there is there's a lot of valid points there uh, i do agree with you however um let's take wrestler a man who has no understanding of red speak whatsoever he doesn't even come from the same criminal background is listed or anything and even wrestler has learned to i've understood that when red said something it usually has a reason for it um even alina got you know into the act fairly quickly um there is there is a different and and the more I think about this, the more I'm going back into the into the DNA aspects of it. And when they told us that Liz had the, the warrior gene, I think that this may be coming back to that. Um, that whether when Katerina had it or Reddington had it, because obviously she has to have it from both sides, it it is um it wasn't a bad thing when it came for her with both sides it just became too much um i always go back to she was told as a four-year-old to stay inside to stay in the closet and she didn't and i keep thinking everything comes back to her getting out of that closet everything in that 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 happened comes back to that moment when Liz couldn't do what she was told. And sure, you know, there is an, a, an aspect that as an adult, you're not going to do what, 
you know, somebody tells you to do. You're an adult. But as a child, you know, whether that other child was herself or was somebody else, there was somebody telling her, Daddy, tell you not to go. And then you are doing exactly as you want, getting out and then taking an action that is once more not thought about it, reactive, and thinking that she knows best. And well, I mean, that's the, a four-year-old in general. Yes, but that she was a four-year-old on steroids. She <laughs> was she was incapable of of having the normal reaction of saying, you know what, that sounded like a pretty stern thing, and there's some scary things going around, so I'm not going to get out of the closet. Yeah. And mo- most four-year-olds also won't grab a gun and take a shot. Yeah. Much less be able to take a shot. Yeah. I, I'm still... I, Early on, I felt like that was just super far-fetched that a little four-year-old picked up a a handgun that would have been way too big for her hands, aimed, and correctly shot. I don't know if you've ever shot a handgun. Yes. It's not just point and and click. They say it is, but you have to actually hit the target. (laughs) I think that – I don't think that she did hit the target. I think she hit someone she didn't intend to. Oh, that's interesting. That's I think impossible. that that's exactly what happened. She saw somebody, she picked up the gun. She probably had seen her parents with guns and she just pointed in the general direction where she saw somebody and now there was somebody else. And it was like, oopsie. Well, it, we it, also, as you say, it's very hard. We've also learned more about Katerina since then. And it's possible that Liz had some training. Yeah. I mean, th- there is definitely not everything is as it seems. And I always go back to that scene with Dom. I mean, we've had the, these scenes with, with, with Red, we've had them with Tom, we've had them with everybody that comes into her life. And it's, she's not even really asking a question. She's angry and she's getting the anger out. Liz, Liz is still a, an abandoned child who never was able to work through her issues because her memories were uh manipulated i agree yeah and then she has abandonment issues she was basically abandoned by her mother and her father for maybe it was because it was the best way to keep her alive whatever it was she was she's an abandoned child and she's full of anger and i totally understand why red would not want her near katarina because she had now sent Red to jail three times. She resigned in season one and had him to be captured, sent him to death row in season six, and now called the, the marshals to do the same thing. I mean, and that is the guy who has been there. Imagine what she's going to do when he's like, oh, yes, I'm your mommy, but I abandon you. Oh, yeah, well, guess what? So oh, it looks all lovey-lovey, but that because Katerina was using it. If Katerina were actually trying to help her, I bet it would be a very different story. And by Katerina, I mean one Katerina, not the other Katerina. So I, I think it's the whole thing. It's I don't think that there is redemption from here. I don't think Liz has redemption in her. So I hope Tom's alive, some bad coma somewhere because that kid is going to be alone. You know, if, if Liz doesn't have rede- if Liz doesn't have redemption, I don't think Tom will be alive. That's 
I don't think he will be if that's the case. I don't think that the story wise, I think he would be alive to be that family with her. And that because I mean they they won't have time to tell the story that they yeah. left out that they bypassed when they killed him yeah. that they had set up in seasons three and four, but but and so because of that I I just I mean maybe but that seems I feel like there are other options like Scotty and I think Aram is going to take the kid. I was going to say maybe a Rom. Um, can can we talk about Aram? Yes, because oh my I gosh. totally loved Aram. It was the only one acting rationally in there. Which is rare lately for him, because they've had him on such a emotional journey after I guess Samar. he learned. Yeah, finally. Um, and, I mean, I, I have a list in my notes of Liz's manipulations. And it just, it drove me crazy how she walked out and because she used uh, the, the manipulation or the, the pain that Aram went through one, when he first thought she died mm-hmm. or no, when she went on the run, you know, he was upset. He was scared for, I mean, we saw, I mean like the snot coming out of his nose. Amira is mm-hmm. amazing. And uh, he was willing to give up his life to protect her when she went on the run. And then again, when he thought she died in childbirth and ran away, how hurt he was over that, how it just gutted him. And she used that not only to just get her out, but to set him up to take the fall on her going and getting the explosive. Instead of just doing it in her own name, because she was supposed to be an FBI agent. Yeah. I mean, she just handed over her badge. They weren't going to know. She obviously went and did it anyway. I I have no idea why. I, it was just so twisted, and it it goes back to when I said a few weeks uh, or back back in uh, I guess that was November when she kissed wrestler, and I said rest deserves better because it it reminded me of the kiss from season three with the guy in the bar. Mm-hmm. She is now treating her most loyal friends like the random dude that she needs information from. Yeah, and she's, that is she's becoming her, her mother. Yes. Not yes. even not even Reddington. She's becoming her mother. Yeah. It it it's um. Aram was the only one who had a healthy reaction to say, "Next time I see you, you'll, you'll be under arrest." Basically saying that we're done. Yeah. There is no more friendship. There is no more using me, and I. It, it, that's the reason why he probably will be saved. Uh, he was, I mean, I guess Elodie was enough. He was just like, and that was the same reaction he had to, to Elodie. You use me and that's it. We're done here. You're going to jail. Aram is the only one who had a center that is, that is stable. That he's saying there is a line and when you cross that line, I'm not going to keep moving that line, you know, just to try to keep you in, in my circle. You're, we're done here. Yeah. I, I thought it was very brave. It was. And it was healthy. You, you called it healthy. And that's, I feel like that's a very accurate way of describing it. Because there are so many unhealthy responses in this show. And, I mean, I'm not saying that as in bad writing. Like, this episode was excellent writing. I mean, it was the Johns and Lucas. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I would have no 
no lower expectations than that. And since we're talking about unhealthy reaction, let's go into wrestler because, <laughs> oh, wrestler, Donny Boy, you are just begging for. Oh, he is. He's just. And I don't even. I do think some of it is him being love struck over Liz. I, I think he's got a blame for it. But, but I think he's just so. He's invested so much in her. And one thing. she knows where the bodies are buried. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, you know, but that, I don't that's think the thing. With love, poor wrestler keeps going from one pocket into another pocket. Maybe to a degree, but I think it's deeper than that. Because for Liz, that might be it. But for Russ, I don't think he's manipulative enough for that to be his whole thing. He managed pretty good with with Prescott. Yeah, but he's not interested in Prescott. He was doing Prescott bitching pretty good. I think that in this case, you know, I, I could see how... And she told him as much as, like, you're my, my ocean in the calm. It's not because of you. It's because I need you. It's had nothing to do with anything about you. Do you remember what I said when we discussed that in the episode uh, back in season seven? I said, I I really hope for wrestler's sake, she meant it. <laughs> this is what I was worried about. That I, I'm not a Keenler shipper. I have no interest in them being romantic. And I, I may edit this I like out. I wrestler to I survive, so I yeah. want him to just, yeah, just know. get away. No, uh, but and I may edit this out because I, I don't mean for this to be a bash on the ship at all, but I don't understand with where we are in the story. And after folks have been waiting this long for Keenler to happen, quote unquote, how this story as it's coming out, like if I were a Keenler shipper, I would not be happy right now. I would be very upset right now like I'm upset for Liz not with the writing or anything just like the story that is being told is not it, it's breaking my heart I'm not thrilled with it it's like it makes sense to me we I can follow the writings you know the steps that were taken I mean they were very intentional remember I told you about it remember I told you this had no happy ending eh, yeah I know um I'm it's the general I'm still hoping you're wrong on that. But <laughs> this is uh, the story of my life. Uh, yeah. On Tessa's grave, I told you so. I told <laughs> you so. Yeah. I mean, that 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 whole thing with wrestler, I mean it just Yeah, I think that she was stroke stricken when she thought that she had killed wrestler. Um, and I and kudos to Aram for the way she that they played and and Amir killed those scenes when he was in the hospital okay. the, the scene of your crime and not telling him, but um and, and I think that she felt it but I don't think that it mattered to her in not, it's not that in that moment she said oh my God I gotta take a step down because in this thing that I'm doing I'm ending I'm hurting people who have nothing to do with it exactly and a man who's dying she knows like how i was talking to someone else about this earlier today she is so hyper focused it's not that she's just willing to let this man meet his end in a really horrible way by the way choking on your own blood is not a way i would like to go 
But not only will she not just let him meet his natural end or unnatural or what have you, she is willing to put completely innocent people that she has no contact with along with people that she claims to have affections for in immediate harm's way. And if you go back to the scene between um, Liz and uh, Essie, uh, where Essie's telling her, you know, hey, this Liz is now tell me again, meaning this is not the first time Essie said, yeah, your cop buddy, he was in there. And so she already knew that. So this breakdown, I feel like it's the first time it actually made and she, it through. And she was talking to Agnes as as they were yes. talking to that. So she already heard that Russell may have been in the room. And she's talking to Agnes, like, I'm going to go pick you up. And Elsa's like, hang out, bitch. Well, I think that's that's what I it's, mean. I, I think there's some sort gone. of disconnect. She's some, gone. Some break there with reality. Because she didn't, it, it, it was like it struck her, like, oh my gosh, I, I almost killed Wrestler. But exactly to your point, it wasn't enough for her to go, oh my gosh, I nearly killed Wrestler. I have to take a step back. I have to reassess. Is Reddington's life worth Wrestler's? Is it worth a ROM's? Is it worth me never having a chance to watch my daughter grow up? Yeah, it's basically, and what she was saying is, but it's your life you're throwing away. Yes, it's my life. Uh, uh, hello? Uh, your daughter. Yeah, and that, that's what Cooper said, and I loved him for it. Yeah. And, but at the same time, he's just like uh, not being. I mean, when when the the things that that Liz was saying is like she's having a psychotic break. Yeah. She's basically having a psychotic break. She's bringing up the eighty six bodies, which were all criminals, which were people from the cabal and criminals. I mean, we're talking about the. The likes of Berlin or or Diane Fowler, who was very happy to plan an excursion in which a bunch of FBI agents were killed um, or, or or any of those other beautiful things like the, the, the guy from all of those criminals who probably they just save an execution here. Um, and, and she's like, oh, this is like terrible. And meanwhile, the Cooper is telling her about, you know, your mother who almost killed your grandfather. And now she's placing Red's, putting on Red, Dom dying. And like, excuse me, bitch, didn't you just uh, abducted him and put him under a lot of stress? Um, well, and you mentioned the term execution. And because that's what she said to, to Cooper. But she turned around and she... I mean, she she was trying to assassinate Red. Mm-hmm. That's an execution. I mean, call it what you want, but she was complaining about that he, you know, nothing that she did validated the fact that he executed her. Okay, why? Why is that the case? If that's the case, why is it not the case with Reddington? And and why hasn't she? I mean, she 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 did this exactly the same thing with 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 uh with blonde cat as she has done with jennifer with kirk anybody who says i'm a relative i'm going to believe above anybody else and there was I'm nothing a i have answers yes answers this is the that's the main thing is an answer yeah and she was angry with red because 
Sam had something he wanted to tell me. Not because you kill him, he was he was dying to. So that is bad. I mean, how could you kill the guy who was who raised me, who had an answer for me, even though Sam actually asked, said, told Red, I, you know, I wish they just said a few hours because I don't want to be suffering and I don't want to be lingering here. But then it's fine to do the same thing to Red. Um, and Red said, you have to listen to me. There is an explanation. And there is there is no explanation. It's only a confession. What confession? I mean, I think right there, right? I mean, and I, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you here. But I think right there goes back to what I was saying about Liz is past the point of being able to trust him and so like even if he and and I thought about this before watching the episode I said I was chatting with some friends about it I said even if he comes up to her I said I don't think he will I said but even if he were to come up to her and say let me tell you everything I don't think she'd believe it at this point even if he gave her every answer like spelled it out in very non-red terms I don't think she would have it in her to believe him at this point would she have believed it at any point I, I don't know about that. That goes back to you where remember was that to what spot? Tom used to tell her? You're going to do whatever you want do. to do. Yep. You and remember, this is a woman like I'm standing in pee. Did you take the dog out? Like, excuse me, it's not your dog. Uh, and we need milk. Like, um, excuse me, it's your job to buy milk. It's your job to take out. the. And I'm the princess here. There is there is always been those those little things that Liz was never quite all right, and I I don't know why Red didn't tell her, but I suspect it was because of of what she. I mean, think about her first reaction when sure she did have the husband stabbed it's to go and stab him but yeah i will just, say i i will say that while while i agree with you that it comes back to the, like where would that sweet spot have been and can we really expect Red to have pinpointed it probably not but he also aggravated the situation more than once he expected her to be able to read between the lines. And that goes back to they didn't speak the same language. And then he would aggravate her on it. He would push her on it. And I think in his mind, he was teaching her. Really, he was just driving her over the edge. Mm. I, I think that it was, you know, we've talked about this many times. It was losing Tom is where she turned the corner into crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I think part of that is because Tom, while Wrestler may be her little island of calm that she runs to in the middle of her, you know, FEMA disaster, Tom was her anchor. He was the one that kept her steady. They they kept each other steady. They kept each other from going too far into the darkness and providing that family to be better for. Mm. And they weren't perfect by any stretch neither of them were i mean <laughs> hi honey i just lied to you for the first three years of our marriage and hi honey i just kept you on a ship for four months after shooting you yay mm-hmm. neither of them were squeaky clean but as as, Re- as red said the Rostov family it's uh, eccentric yeah yeah very much so and as the hargraves are as well we saw with scotty and howard well you know but, what i believe about that 
which part? Oh, yeah, I know. Um, I'm. I just once in a while I have to mention it so so I can see Jen squirm. And I am a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but regardless, it's Tom and Liz were were each other's anchors. They kept each other steady. And when and I truly believe that this is exactly where they wanted her in the writing because I think that's why they killed him off. They couldn't have got her here with Tom in the picture. As mm-hmm. long as she thought he was alive, she couldn't have gotten here. No. And and I think that it made her so so uh, eager to accept the crazy uh, Jennifer. Uh, I, I mean, know that not everybody, including you, are on, on board with that was not a report saying that those were the bones of Raymond Reddington. But if you think about it, Think about that Jennifer knew where, where Liz lived. And instead of say, doing the normal thing, which is like, you know what? I'm going to show up there. I'm going to bring the report. We're going to open a bottle of wine. I'm going to show it to you. No, instead there is this charade in which she just has to escape the FBI and then gets banged around so that her 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 rationale is not really there because she just have a, basically a concussion. She's being hit on the head several times Um, because otherwise she might have actually said, wait a minute, show me that again. Let me go check it out. Um, None of the of the others have any idea how this happened. But once Jennifer gave her that, I mean, he already she already had that excuse. She was actually do you realize she was actually ready to shoot the man she believed to be her father? To save the man who have killed her husband in order to learn of a secret that actually didn't give her husband back or her nothing back. And that's exactly what she was able to do, what she was willing to do. Kill the man she believed to be her father to save the man who have killed her husband in order to learn a secret that she had been told had nothing to do with her. Just because her nanny, who never told her anything, who could have, said that she should have those bones. She has gone into Kate territory here. Yeah. She she has gone full-fledged into Kate territory. That's what happens when you choose for a nanny or you accept a nanny that has a fascination with cadavers. It's very likely your kid is not going to turn out okay. Yeah, I uh, someone asked in a group chat that I'm in, you know, if there were any chance Agnes would ever have a normal life. I said, absolutely not. I said, after everything, I said, in her first four years, look at everything that's happened. I said, this kid has no hope to have a normal life. Mm-hmm. I mean, with maybe Scotty's a lot of the best ther- chance. Yeah. Or if Tom's alive, you know, so- someone that's able to and a whole lot of therapy, a whole lot of therapy. <laughs> Yes, I mean, she needs basically a nanny who's a therapist. That's what she needs. No, she needs someone that's not emotionally connected to her to be able to keep her steady. It's, you know, this is this is above and beyond. You know, the the more I've been examining these things, I've been like, and wrestler just like, Mm. I couldn't believe it. You're going to open the door. I bet that all she wants is to put a tracker on him or his phone or whatever. 
She's there to gather information and use him. You know, she could even be there just for a night of rest. (laughs) What's wrong with hotels? She could just be in. She doesn't feel safe. She knows that he won't call the cops on her. She knows that if things go sideways, he's going to protect. Because he's proven it. He's proven time and again that he'll throw out the his responsibilities to protect her. And so, yeah, let's let's say that it's still about what she needs, not about wrestler. Oh, it's, it's still about yeah. using him, not about wrestler, well, not about and, respect for a friend that she nearly killed. And she told and she told Essie that, you know, I know how to stay ahead. How to stay ahead because you're going to you're going to go and you plant a microphone or or a tracker that way he knows where, where because he knows where wrestler goes red is that's what she's gonna do it it's well and it, it was that's just a really good point because let's think about about essie with they let her in because she was part of his team red trusted her and so they let her into the room because of that if you put a tracker on wrestler wrestler just saved red's life of course they're gonna be close and red's gonna let him in maybe she's using that oh if that if they do that, it's just going to continue to stomp on my heart. But I don't put it past it being reasonable. Oh, that's, that's where they're it's going. Totally like, I assure you that's where they're going. I mean, Liz has zero feelings for anybody. I think the only person she actually had any feelings for was Tom. And I think it's because Tom was a throwback to the time when they, they met as kids. And they somehow had a connection there but i think that liz has a tremendous level of anger and i think that down deep down she knows red is her father and she's doing this knowing full well what she's doing i just think he doesn't want to admit it but and everybody's telling her they he loves you and there is an explanation and and you you see it in red. What he's trying to do is to prevent her from killing him because she knows not because it's gonna die, but because it's what he's gonna do to her life. Yeah, and I, I agree guess. with that because I mean he he knows he's on the way out the door. I mean that's not a question here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but I agree with you that that right now and. It may be a little bit too late for that, um, too little, too late sort of situation. You know, maybe you should have thought about that when you were driving her up the wall. But I don't think that he was driving her up the wall. I, I don't think he meant to. I again, it goes back to speaking two different languages. I don't think Reddington ever meant to drive her crazy. I think he thought he was teaching her. Okay, let me let me put something here. A lot of this comes to. The belief that Liz has kept everything she has learned. But I put to you that Krelov said that he that a friend of hers that has to be Kate brought her over because she had learned something. So if Red was was going from what he had learned from her or the things that she remembered, and then at some point he was assuming that she knew what she knew before. And now she didn't. Liz may not be speaking the language, but Red may not know that. That's interesting. That's a really interesting thought. So the point of view of of this, this 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 show is a study in point of view. Oh, it is so much. 
So from that point of view, Red is like, what's going on? Why can't you get it? And he doesn't understand that that Liz got, you know, memories manipulated. Mm -hmm. So at, at some point, he doesn't even know what she knows and what she doesn't because she doesn't say anything. I mean, yeah. and that and everything that she was doing was so bizarre after after that attack in in 311. I mean, she was like giving the kid away and she was like torn about it. But she was still going like she was programmed for. And it almost made me, uh, this is a little bit science fiction, but is it possible that Liz was always programmed to kill Reddington? Yeah, the as a uh, well, we've talked about the fact that Eisendrass on this, and that we you had the I think it was the Christmas Project in Alias, where they took small children during the Cold War, and obviously fiction Alias, mm -hmm. uh, they took small children during the Cold War and basically programmed them to be sleeper agents later in life, and so that would be, I, I think that's a possibility. I mean that that's an interesting thought. Uh, if they took her as a small child and manipulated and screwed with her memories, I mean. I don't think it's any more far-fetched than memory manipulation and some of the Which other things real. they've done. Yeah, but not to the degree that they're doing it here, I don't think. Oh, um, no, it is actually pretty... That part is... I mean, let's not talk about the man implanting booms, although the technology is there. Um, and the, intelli the artificial intelligence one is the one that really goes into yeah, science fiction, that but that's only by a few years. I mean, that's just, we, we're very clear there. You know, it is so bizarre. But it, setting things in her subconscious. Yes. So that she would be, that would be her trajectory. That's an interesting thought. I hadn't thought about that one, but it's, yeah. I could see it. I could definitely see it. it it's, uh, I mean, the whole thing has is so interesting, especially because in, in the theory that I'm holding now, where Dom actually created a doppelganger for his daughter by going and basically taking a kid from an orphanage. Um, you wonder how many things were done about this that maybe Red doesn't even know about. You know, he, he even told Cooper, you know, uh, now I've all these years later, I'm thinking I don't know much of it. I don't know all of it. And and I think Red is so good at creating this illusion that he is omniscient that we tend to believe it. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, and we've talked about that for years. That I mean, it's I know that I've believed it. I've found it very hard to take a step back before and go, I don't know if he actually knows that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but he sure sounds like he does. It's his business. That's what what yeah. give, that's what creates the fear is that he's always he has his fingers in many pies and he knows many things. That's exactly what does it. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So Aram Aram is the the one that is the shining light. Uh, we are both scared about wrestlers surviving this. I have a feeling he won't. Um, I, I mean, the moment he opened the door, I'm like, oh, dude, you're so dead. You're not mm -hmm. surviving this because you're getting too, too deep in here and you're not seeing what's happening. I thought that I was very afraid for him when that bomb went off. I thought he was dead. I'm very glad that he wasn't. Oh, fun parallel, though. 
let's have a moment of, of levity yeah. here. Uh, when Park walks in and goes, uh, oh, that's hot. Mm. Did that remind you of Mira? And uh, yes. <laughs> From season yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was hot. You know he can hear you, right? Yup. <laughs> so that was a yeah, fun That's parallel. another one that I'm not sure she will survive. But I have a feeling this, that if we, if we get a season nine, which is entirely possible, we will. Um, it's uh, it, it's going to be some heavy losses. And I'm very afraid for wrestler. I mean... I tell you, wrestler and there, Cooper, maybe possibly Cooper, because he while he sees Liz's faltering, I think he still desperately wants to believe that she can come back from it. And and I hope for her sake that she finds a way to do it. I don't know what that way is, but I do hope he's that not she at does. the same level of wrestler. wrestler oh, no, that's is, true. No. Yeah. And plus. I mean, I, I know that there is, there may be a little level of attraction there, but I think mostly is the body in the closet because I think it is about love, but I don't think it's about Liz love. I think it's about his brother. His brother gave up a lot to keep him safe. So if he does not, if he does not step carefully with Liz, Liz will. If Liz has no compulsion of going after them. Putting them in harm's way. Imagine what Ressa's brother is to her. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. It was a masterful episode. Oh, I think it was very well done. As much as I'm hurting, and and that's I want to be very clear about that. That mm. I'm griping a, a lot, but it's not because of poor writing by any stretch. I think it was a very well done episode. I can follow the steps that we've taken to get here i even understand why liz is doing what she's doing and you made some very fascinating points about why maybe red's doing what he's doing and uh, i i do hope that if that's the case that we get some glimpse of that soon because as as an i i understand liz may not but as an audience member i've been saying since season four i would like a reason to love red again because I've been frustrated with him since season four with Kate. Mm. I I never I mean I I remember seeing Kate, and and how I felt like oh my God what is Red doing, and then I got once I understood what what she was doing when I started questioning that plan of hers and the fact that she was involving Tom and she didn't leave anything and obviously somebody else was appraised of this and her, obviously her intent was to destroy all of them it was just like you start looking and that's what I what I what I tend to I I don't know how to express it in the way that I see it but it's like Everything in the blacklist you think you're seeing in one way, right? And then there is something that moves that object that you're seeing just a tiny bit. And suddenly what you see is completely different. And what I saw about Kate was chilling. She was always prepared, doesn't speak to wanting, but prepared to take him down. I guess that's true, yeah. But I mean, it's it's you've said it. Uh, you call it the house of mirrors. Mm-hmm. You've you've used that phrase, and I think that's an excellent way of looking at it. That 
you've got different angles that you're looking at. You shift and you might see different things and then you may not even know when you're seeing the real one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't know where the object is. You're seeing an object, but you have no idea if it's in front of you, behind you, in an entirely different room or not existing at all. Yeah. And, and it's very it's very hard and you have to make a determination which is very hard to make, which is, is Red telling the truth or not? Because if Red is telling the truth and he is being honest and doing the best he can with the flaws that he has, then the story is one. If you think Red is lying, then the story is another one. I don't think he's lying, personally. I just, like I said, I don't think he... I I think that he is trying to protect someone. And I think he, he's facing down his, um, oh, what's it called? Um, Death? No, uh, they, they talked about in Cape May. Um, oh, God, what's that term? Um, Hobson's choice. Yes. That, that he's, got, he's back to his Hobson's choice, Katarina or, or Liz. And he wants both. And but right now I think he's leaning more towards Katarina, and that's assuming Blonde Cat wasn't Katarina. If Blonde Cat was Katarina, then I don't know what's going on. No, Blonde Cat is obviously not Katarina. <laughs> yeah, but if I, she is a Katarina. It, when uh, the the other Jen uh, in Reddit, um, the other Jen in my life, she um, we were we were really stomped about 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 Blanc Cat. I mean, we we just, every time we try to look at it in one way, we came to to this locked door that you couldn't go through. So we tried and we tried. And she, she went ahead by following the premise. What if what she says is all true from her point of view? And I went around by examining what Red says about Katerina, about Liz's mother, about Katerina Rostova, and we came back to this, we came into the same exact place. She believed herself to be the only Katerina Rostova. She may have known that somebody else took her place, but she's the one, she believes she's Dom daughter, she believes she's, she's Katerina Rostova, and she believed that Liz was her daughter. And when you look at her that way, you realize the real monster here is Dom. But they're making him so likable. And Brian Dennehy says a lot about that, that it was different to see this. And it's very interesting when you see what they're doing, what they did with with, with um, Lila Robbins, because Lila Robbins is a very beautiful woman. She really is. They made her very sharp and angular. They made her sharp, angular, hard, older. Um, the clothes she was wearing, everything was destined to make you dislike her. Yeah. And when you dislike her, you tend to discount what she says is true. And, you know, it was so brilliant. It was so brilliantly done. And it was great because we came at the same conclusion. It's like everything she says, she believes to be the truth. So... It can be both true because she obviously is not. I really do like that theory. And so it I feel like it adds up very well, especially with Jennifer and Liz. I mean, the, the two daughters sort mm-hmm. of thing. And 
it would I have make another him, one for you. But I was gonna say with um with Jennifer, you know, it could help explain Red's disconnection because I, I honestly I don't think that Jennifer is is biologically Red's. I think it I, is, but you didn't he didn't know. How would he not know? Because she didn't know. How would he know? If she's if he's told she's not his, he believes. Oh, okay, I guess oh. it's not. You're so saying that he he believed that that Carla cheated on him or something. I believe that Jennifer was the daughter of of Blonde Cat. That Blonde Cat, as he says, I took I sent my daughter away so it wouldn't happen. I sent he sent it with her father. But you're also coming from the point of view that you think Carlos Katarina. No, no, no. It has nothing. It, you can get to that with that, that step in the middle. Because she, Blonde Cat says, I miss having children more than one. She also says, you can't give me my family back. And when, and she believed that at the time where Belgrade happened, the only thing she had left in the world was her husband, her new husband. So she also told Liz that she sent her daughter to be raised away, you know, to the in the United States so she wouldn't end up being a honey trap like her. So obviously she believes that Liz is now her daughter. Now remember that when when the when let's say that she told that she told Red uh, Reddington, you know, Take my daughter and you raise her. She believes this. So she believes her daughter is being raised as the Red Indians. Now, remember that they they said that Garvey sometimes made people who were going into witness protection disappear or appear to be dead. So I believe that that when that happened, Blonde Cat believed that her daughter had died, that she was dead. And it's not until Liz is, is outed as Masha Rostova that says, wait a minute, my daughter is alive. So she believes Liz is her daughter. But Liz is not. Liz is Katerina's daughter. So there is, she's, she believed Liz was her daughter. Quite honestly believe so. Then so why would... Why would Carla refer to Jennifer as my daughter when, well, because when they're talking? Because she's her daughter. Eh, if, I guess if, if she I adopted mean, her. She adopted her that. And you don't even have to believe in Carlarina. But if you believe in Carlarina, what you believe is she did a second swap of the kid to keep her own daughter with her. And now she's stuck. She's stuck with Blonde Cat's daughter. And she had to raise Blonde Cat's daughter while her own daughter was being raised by someone else. Mm. They, they just can't stop lying to one another. They <laughs> just can't do it. They just can't be honest. Okay, guys, we're going to get a few bottles of wine, sit you around in a circle. We're having honesty hour. <laughs> yeah. See what happens in this bunch. room? Huh? Yeah, with bunch. Tell the truth or... <laughs> yeah, don't give the guns to the spies, though. Stop that. <laughs> it's a bad life choice. Okay, I'll keep the guns. So, so that I mean, it's it's just Mod- moderator gets the gun. <laughs> yeah, and moderator asks questions. 
So that, that, I mean, it just seems to me that it makes so much sense when you look at it. And a Rom gets to be moderator. There you go. He's a good one. (laughs) I I have a a little one for you of of the theory. You Mm -hmm. remember that she said she had children, right? Now, I want you. Blonde cat. Blonde cat. Yeah, I miss having children, which was a weird phrase. And then I started thinking about this. Let's say that she's the one who married Constantine. Now, remember what Constantine told Liz about why the the house was called the Summer Palace? Told her, my we came here one summer and my little princess loved it. So it's been a Summer Palace ever since. We all think, oh, that got to be Liz. But that's not true. We saw Liz as a baby. They were already living there full time. Kate was there, uh, you know, with a baby. Baby can't say, hey, I like this house, right? So that means that there was another child, and this child is gone. By the time Kate arrives, there is not another child. So that little princess is another child. Now, you remember that how on earth would they have done a change such as that? where he married Blancat and then there is Katerina in there. You remember that little story that Howard told us, us um, Tom? Yeah, there was an accident. Yes, and that's not your mom. That's somebody else. I think that he was just using a story that was, was done and he knew about. Like how we changed Katerina's. We had an accident. Oh, my God, her face was destroyed. She needs plastic surgery. She's going to sound a little different. And definitely she's not going to remember everything. And by the way, your older daughter died, the older Masha. And I'll tell you why I think it was she was called Masha. And But there is a baby, and the baby's fine. So, you know, Constantine in all this shock, his daughter dead, his wife in a horrible accident, but you know what? She embraces what he has left and take care of the kid. You remember that diary when she talks about, um, it says, Reddington wants me to take Masha and run with him, but how could I do that to her? I don't think that that was Liz. I think that was that older girl. Because, I mean, why would you say this? All that is, she doesn't love Constantine. Constantine wasn't the father. So why would she care that she takes her child and goes somewhere that she, with a guy that she fell in love with? It's not that Constantine wasn't particularly, like, you know, great. It, she married it as a job. So it wasn't well, that. I, I think part of that that diary was likely made for if Constantine found it. I don't think so now. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So this is all, this is, this is Blomcat saying, how could I do that to Masha? Take basically take her and go because it wasn't taking her and go with a guy and her. It was sending her child away to be raised somewhere away from her, but out, safe from becoming a honey trap. And that's older Masha. And you remember that little book that was when when they were in the cabin and Carla was really mad at Red. It was uh, Flora Segunda. I think Lisa was Masha Segunda. Now take a guess who I think it is the the older Masha. Jennifer? No. Who betrayed Red and Liz and, and survived? 
Oh, uh, the, the blonde chick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Makes sense. It's interesting. Hmm. I can see the wheels turning. I'm going to have to chew on that one for a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, the more you start looking at these things, the more interesting the, the puzzle is. It's just fascinating. I I keep going back to that white puzzle, all white puzzle that Reddington was working on. Was that season three or four? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, I mean, while obviously it's not an all white puzzle, I still feel like in a lot of ways it has that that quality to it of things look the same, but they don't fit right. And, you know, it's a very difficult endeavor to tackle. And this, this is that single colored puzzle as it were, you know, that you, you have to really work to see what fits and what doesn't. Yeah. And you have to examine so many things and go back and reassess everything that, you know, it's like every clue, forces you to go back and say wait a minute am i seeing all this wrong because i for the longest time believed that that blonde cat was lying and manipulating and it wasn't and nothing made sense every time i came across something that didn't make sense it wasn't until i said wait a minute what if she is Mm, i still feel like she was manipulating liz pretty hard oh yeah yeah definitely she was but but not in things that she believed I mean, she was a terrible person, and I <laughs> love the way they played her. Ah, uh, gosh, this episode. I'm just. I'm glad we're not having to wait. I'm glad there's another episode on next week. We're not having to wait. You know. So, who do you again. think is supposed to come back? We're supposed to have somebody back. You think Ilya will be back? I want Ilya back. What, what do you say? We're supposed to have someone There's back. There's supposed to somebody that she's springing out of prison because she wants them or needs them. Oh uh, well, Ilya would isn't in prison. He's just no. in hiding. Um, so in prison, my guess would be one of the blacklisters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not her therapist because the therapist got away with it. She mm-hmm. let her go. And so, my guess would be one of the blacklisters that went to prison. I just don't know who. Probably a killer to get rid. Maybe. It'd be someone that that would be willing to go head to head with Red. Um thinking I'm trying to think back through all the blacklisters. There's um, not that many alive. I was gonna say, well, there are not that many alive and that would be able like just because they were smart blacklisters doesn't mean that they would necessarily be able to go toe to toe with Reddington. I mean, because no matter what Liz said, that he was an easy mark, he was an old and sick, like... I yeah, he's still offense with the old part. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh... Like, Liz, I used to like you, but every day I like you a little less. I understand how you got there, um, but... I think I'm, that was meant to be a jab. Like, she, she was digging the knife in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you th- when do you think we'll see Katerina? 
I don't know. I don't know. I think it depends. I think it'll depend on if we have a season nine or not. I think, you know. Why hasn't she come forward? I mean, there's there's a carnage now. (laughs) Yeah, there is. (laughs) How far is too far? It's been a question I've been asking for seasons now. Mm. And so I... I don't know. I mean, I guess that depends on who does she love. And is this going to force her out? Maybe maybe this will force Katarina out. You know, she's not willing to let one of the people, you know, what was it? um, The the, child she loved loved kill the the woman. Yeah. The the The, child she adored killed the man she loved. Yeah, exactly. Maybe she's not willing to let that happen. And so that'll drive her out. That'd be interesting. She's going to do it again. Oh, God, Liz. No, put the gun down, Liz. <laughs> oh, it's just... I I still am just floored by well, the, the bomb in the hospital. I will not yeah. be able to get over that. Well, e- even the one in the car. The one in the car was pretty, pretty stupid and well, pretty I, callous. She, but the hospital... Would have put- the car no she would have gone up with it. The car she would have gone up with it. Yes. She was on the other side of the car. Uh, yeah, I just could not. The, the hospital is just, it's its just not Liz. It's not the woman that was willing to put her own weapon down so that the blacklister wouldn't shoot an innocent victim in season uh, one. Let me ask you something. Since Kay was so determined to kill Red, and she obviously didn't care if Liz went to prison in this in this process, do you think that Kay may have instructed Krylov to put something in her brain to kill Red Maybe. eventually? Maybe, because I mean she's sh- certainly taking that approach. I mean, she she set Aram up to potentially yeah. take the fall. It's uh, Aram had every right to be as offended as he was by that action. Yep. So, yeah, that's an interesting thought. Maybe we're not seeing even what, what Kay did. Huh? Because we haven't gotten news on what that was that, that happened with Krilov. And now Krilov's mind was scrambled, so he cannot really answer that. It but will be nobody, something... but, nobody but Liz knows that Krilov did something, claims, no, no, she did tell she did tell Reddington that. Yeah, she told Red. No. But there is something there that that is not that is not as it seems. It, it just, I mean, I I find it hard to believe that. I mean, Liz always had that in her, but I think that what she's doing is just not rational anymore. It's like she's having a, a, a storm. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a a psychotic moment. So I wonder if, and I just started wondering just now, is it something that Kate did? And we're just seeing the back end. Because I do believe that what Red is suffering from it comes stems right from there. Yeah, I agree with you with the, the poison that... Yeah. Um, yeah. but that's, I, I like that. I, I think that that might be a way that she could find redemption in the end. I think it would be very difficult, but I think she could because we saw wrestler go through the same thing when they set him up mm-hmm. and he just about crossed the line in ways that he yeah. should have And wrestler had a better, a better, 
moral sense that Liz is obviously lacks from the very beginning. She had no moral fiber. Well, I, I disagree with that. I she she worked in the gray a whole lot more, but that doesn't mean that she. I mean, she's gone straight into the the darkness here, and she's embraced it wholeheartedly. And so I, that's good. I like that. Yeah, it might I, be. It might be that because I don't that. see. I don't really see that is possible. Yeah. If this is not something that was done to her. I don't think that she can come back. I mean, I don't see how anybody will come back from bombing. I mean, it's not that difficult to put a, some, a listening device or a pair of eyes just to have something yeah. where you know what you're doing instead of just, oh, okay, I guess now. But if there's a switch that's been flipped in her brain, then, I mean, like, part of her truly thinks she's about to go get Agnes and pick her up and take her away. And... I, I yeah. thought she was going to kill um, Essie there. Yes. Like, I thought as soon as she hung to up. Do, I'm like, oh, my God, she's done, she's done, she's done. I did, too. Like, I thought she was going to pick the gun up and go, all right, well, cleanup time. Boom. You know. <laughs> um, but I think that that I like that. That there's been this switch flipped in her head that maybe sent that um, that warrior gene into overdrive. Yeah, and so she she's become. Something. Yeah. Something happened there. Um, because even the things she's saying are making no sense. Like you killed my grandfather. Excuse me, didn't you abduct him and then your beloved uh, blonde cat kill him? Uh, and yeah. you know whose father are you referring to? Sam, the one that you were too busy with your case to go see. That actually your husband went to uh, to see him before you got there before you did. Um, and you kill my mother. Was he been telling you she's not? He told you he's a fake. She was in your mother. I don't know how many times she needs to hear that, honey. But I mean, at least investigated because yeah. you're taking the way the the word of this woman who says she is without. Not even then, she was the one who said she was her mother. So Liz is is totally like flipping in a way that that really makes me think that they gotta be something. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I like it. Yeah. Here's hoping. <laughs> yeah. See, we found a way to redeem Liz. Good job. Yay. We can do it. We are still keen fans on this yeah. podcast. We are still cheering for her. And we're not keep, psychotic. The podcast, even though I think that she will end up in a um, in a uh, padded room with one of those long sleeve jackets, but uh, yeah, it will be keen months. Yeah. You know, maybe she'll just end up in the woods with her daughter and hopefully her husband, you know, living a very, very, very quiet and secluded life after all of this. I mean, I, I would even settle for wrestler. I'd be very scared for wrestler. <laughs> I'd be I, very scared for her, for anybody who's not Tom. Yeah. Yeah. And even Tom didn't do it so good. <laughs> Tom definitely got the harder hits sometimes. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else we want to add? No, I got a lot to talk about, but that will come to be for another one. Yep. All right. Well, you guys can listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes, and you can chat with us on Facebook, on Tumblr, Twitter, and test us over on Reddit. And until next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.